motivated? Get educated. Get growing your property empire with the How To Property Podcast with your host, Ryan Luke. Hey everyone, welcome back to the How To Property Podcast uh, with myself, Ryan Luke. I want to go through um, business plan for 2021 today. Something I've spent a lot of time on over the last few days and I thought it was a a great time to then drop it into a, a podcast for the listeners and share a bit about how I am planning next year out and how you can also use a similar sort of structure to plan your year out. You know, whether you've had a successful year this year, there's no doubt about it. It's been a tricky year. Uh, it's been an eventful year. It still continues to cause frustrations and upset. And also there's some great things that have come out of this year uh, as well as obviously Uh, Some not so great things. So it's certainly a year we're going to remember, but it is drawn to an end. Before we know it, Santa Claus will be here and we'll be um, kicking off the the mince pies early January and and ready to go. And I think it's important that you've got a clear plan. So I want to go through that today with you and um, hopefully give you a good insight into how I do it and how you can also do it too. Just before we get started, however... Please, as always, if you are enjoying the show, write a review, subscribe to the channel, and if you want any more help, head over to officialryanluke.com. There's plenty of great stuff on there, and if you're not already in my um, Facebook tribe, head over to Seven Figure Property Empire. Join the group over there, and there's thousands of members in there who are in exactly the same position as yourselves looking to expand, looking to find investor money. There's investors in there wanting to give money. You know, there's just a whole host of great trainings, uh, you know, networking going on, and um, it's turned into a real awesome place to hang out. So um, don't forget to head over there. So, right, let's dive in. So 2021, for me, any planning, whether it's a, I don't really call it a business plan. I think a business plan is something that's just a load of numbers on a, on a sheet of paper. Um, This is a game plan, I like to call it, and um, my game plan is broken down from the numbers that you would probably find on a business plan, but then it also breaks it down all the way to the activity levels that are required to achieve those numbers. Now, how I do it is first and foremost, I have a vision. So what is your vision? You know, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you wanting to do what you um, want to achieve. You know, what is the vision that drives your goal? You know, for me, um, you know, it's time freedom. It's, uh, you know, legacy security. It's, um, you know, getting myself out there and being known by more than just my family. Um, you know, so there's various visions I have. And ultimately, that vision drives my goals. Once you've cleared your vision, uh, you know, and, and this this really should be uh, a good 45 minutes, a good hour spent defining what your vision is. And then from your vision, you're going to go on, what are your goals? So what are the goals that you want to achieve in 2021? Now, I would break them down in terms of the 12 months, so the full 2021. And then I would also break it down to the first 90 days. It's important that you get off to a good start. The good start creates the momentum, it creates the confidence, it increases the cash flow, and it allows you to more than likely achieve your goals by the end of the year. If you get off to a bad quarter one, it could have 
an adverse effect on you know confidence, cash flow, and ultimately you might not achieve your your, your twenty twenty one goals. So get your vision clear, list out your goals, and then list out your ninety day goals. And then you want to be clear and specific on those as well. So, you know, what's your revenue target? Um, you know, and if you have various avenues of the business, you know, like I have, so I've got a revenue target for my uh, owned acquisitions. So single lets, HMOs and SAs. I've then got a target for my rented. So rent to rent HMOs, rent to rent service accommodation. I've then got a target for my... Um, cleaning operation and the maintenance side of the business. I've then got goals for my academy and what we want to do with that. So there's various different parts of the business that you should have goals for. And it's all well and good saying, okay, well, I want to make uh, whatever, 100 grand, 200 grand. Well, what, what, how is that going to break down? Is that, is that 100 grand on service accommodation? Is that 100 grand on HMOs? You know? So you've got to be specific with what your goals are. The more specific you get, the more detailed you can go into the planning, which we're going to come on to. And that allows you to achieve your goals. Now, a man once said, a dream without a plan is nothing more than a wish. And I see this time and time again where people say, I want to acquire 15 properties next year. Okay, how are you going to do it? Oh, well, I'm going to go and right move and I'm going to speak to a few estate agents and there's no real plan behind it, let alone the resources or the execution. So, and it all starts at the top. So you've got your vision, your goals, and then your goals drive your planning. So to get to your financial goals, what do you need to do? You know, what are the plans that you need to do? So, you know, I need to speak to state agents. Okay, how many? I need to send, um, you know, put some marketing posts out. Okay, how many? When? Where? What channel? You know, so you've got to be specific with your planning as well. Now, the easiest way to do the planning stage of all this is just to brain dump. So what I mean by that is uh, I find it quite useful to go out for a run with this in mind. So go out for a run. And then have a pen and paper ready as soon as you get in the door. And when you're on your run, you'll start really thinking about stuff. So how are you going to, what plans are you going to create to achieve your goals? What activities do you need to do? And what tasks do you need to create? What, what um, staff do you need to have? So who do you need to reach out to? What does your network look like? And when you get in the door, just brain dump it all on a bit of paper. Don't think about putting it in order or anything. Just every single thing you thought of, just bang, 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 bang. As humans, we like to, our brains like to um, systemize stuff and we like to put stuff in charts and we like to keep things organized. Um, that's no good for a brain dump exercise. You don't want to try and organize it there and then you just want to get it all out so you don't forget anything. And then... Once you've got it all out, you can then start to organize it into, you know, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Once you figure out what you need to do, what you then need to do is have a look at what resources you need to achieve your plan. So if you say, for example, you want to ring 100 estate agents, 
every week for 52 weeks of the year. Okay. What resources do you need to do that? You're going to need the data. You're going to need the phone numbers. You're going to need a phone. And this sounds basic, but by being, by being specifically planned and knowing exactly what you're going to do, it will ensure that nothing gets in, in the way of your day. You know, and, and I see it time and time again, and it really frustrates me, and it's something I've worked hard on, is protecting my time. People, more often than not, um, you know, when, when one of the first things, when people come on and want to work with me as a client, I say, send me your Google Calendar. Let me have a look at what your Google Calendar looks like right now or whatever calendar software you're using. And more often than not, there's hardly anything on it. And that shows that people are letting the days and the weeks run them rather than them running the days and the weeks. And if you want to scale quickly, if you want to get ahead of the game, if you want to feel in control, if you want to feel less stressed, if you want to ensure you don't burn out, you need to control your day and you need to control your week. So having your resources ready when you need to take action is vital to be able to control in your time. If you haven't got your resources ready, so you set your task, okay, 100 estate agents called this week. Great. Oh, where's the phone numbers? Oh, I'm going to have to go and build that list now. I need to, okay, I'll jump on Google. I'll search that. You know? So you're not prepared. That's going to slow you down. You're then going to get stressed. Your time starting, your, your day starting to take hold of you rather than you taking hold of your day. Ultimately, things get put off or missed and you don't end up achieving what you plan to achieve that day or that week, which ultimately means you don't achieve your goals and you don't therefore get to your long-term vision. Now on your vision, you want to look at the next 30 years. Where do you want to be in 30 years? You know, what does your life look like? Where are you living? Um, how much money have you got? What's around you? Um, how many hours are you working a week? What's your ideal title? And what's your ideal job role? And then also look at that 10 years from now. Then look at it three years from now and then look at it 12 months from now. So when you're setting your vision out, go really far ahead and then break it back down to 12 months from now. Because ultimately, this time in 12 months, which will come around a lot quicker than any of us ever imagined, we're going to be sitting down saying, okay, what have we done? Because we're going to start planning for 2022. So, you know, 12 months is not a long period of time, but you can achieve a lot if you've got specific goals, a firm plan, resources to execute that plan. And then by having the resources, it drives your execution. Because if you have your, I keep going about the, the list of estate agency, you know, this is just one very small factor that will help you achieve your goals. But, you know, whilst we're, we're talking about this, if you've got your list of estate agents on a Google Doc, for example, name, estate agent, um, phone number, email address, notes, last called, and you've got your mobile phone ready, you've got your headset ready, then you're ready to execute. So by having your resources ready, it forces you and it drives you to execute because you're ready, you're prepared, you're ready to go. If you don't have that list built out, for example, then that forces you to maybe put it off. Oh, well, I need to build the list first, so I'm not going to make any calls today. Ultimately, by not doing that, you're not going to achieve your plan, you're not going to achieve your goals, you're not going to achieve your vision. So it's vitally important that you have your resources ready and that drives your execution. And then ultimately, your execution 
drives your results. No matter how well you plan, no matter what you set for your goals and your vision, um, no matter what resources you put in front of you, if you don't take the action, you will not get the results. And again, I say this time and time again, and you know, I touched base on it a few weeks ago on the podcast around sort of mindset and commitment versus interest. So many people want to do this, so they tell themselves, yet they are unable to actually drive the execution. They're unable to execute, which actually means they're not that committed to actually achieving what they want through property. They're actually just interested in it. And if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, it's all right as well. If you're committed to something, you make it happen. And if it's not happening, you do everything you can to make it happen. And that's the difference between being committed and just being interested. But ultimately, your execution drives your results. And I say it time and time again, you know, I hammer my clients. How many viewings have you been on this week? And nearly every time it's on, not enough. I know what the number is. I haven't got there. You know, I know why. You know, I've only done a handful this week. You know, and all the excuses are coming out and the reasons why. And they're all valid. They're all valid. Time, kids, other things, jobs, everything else that life throws at us. But ultimately, if you want to achieve your vision, you have to take execution on your plan. And your plan will be, more than likely, go on a certain amount of viewings per week. If you fail to hit that plan, then you're not going to hit your vision. You're not going to get to your goals. And it is that simple. And I do think that property is a pure numbers game. You know, to give you an example, on my uh, 2021 game plan, so I, this has been, I probably spent about eight hours so far writing this out. I'm nearly finished. Um, it's detailed from what I, how many units I want to acquire. It's broken in total. It's broken down in terms of how many single lets I want to agree, how many service accommodation units I want to agree, and how many HMOs I want to agree and complete on. So they're all purchased, adding net wealth. Um, to my, to my net wealth statement, adding um, cash flow into the business and adding um, long-term you know, equity in the business as well because I'm going to own those properties. I then have the SAs agreed in terms of rented, HMOs agreed in terms of rented. So this is per, a number per month of how many of these units I want to achieve each month. And we then have... Um, the academy side of things and then we have the cleaning and the linen business as well and the maintenance and the refurb side of things as well and again how many jobs you want to acquire per month but it's not just a number so within that number I also then know because I've got data and KPIs collected throughout my business for a number of years I know that these are accurate numbers on this isn't just a wish all the numbers that are built into my game plan are from data collected. So on the um, SA side, I know what the average mortgage is, what the average insurance is, what the average maintenance is, advertising and marketing, viewings and commissions. I know, you know the average taxes, utilities, Wi-Fi is clean. And this is across 
uh, a multitude of properties over a multitude of months. I also know the seasonal trends so I can manage cash flow. So it's not just a case of saying, okay, I earn X on average. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but what, what is it in January, February, March? Because service accommodation cash flow um, differs. So I then I break it all down. So I know the exact numbers. I know averages of everything that goes on. I then break it down in terms of what's required to achieve those numbers, both in terms of investment, because I know how the cash flow will, will, will work based on money coming into business, uh, the hunting pot that I have, and any investor finance that we can get access to, and, um, and then maybe release an equity from current properties that are in operation, so what's coming through. So you need to be able to, I need to be able to make sure, you know, if I say, oh, I, I want to acquire 30 properties a month, but could I financially do that? You know, that's just, you know, a number chucked out there. Anyone can chuck that number out there. The number that's on my game plan is from what I know is feasible, what I know we can do based on profits the business will earn, investor funding available, and funding available from my own money, and also funding available from bridging companies. So you mix all that in and you get to an achievable number, and then that number. Um, will be achieved. So it's easier doing that than just putting numbers on a, on a bit of paper and thinking, right, that sounds good. Let's go after that. You know, in terms of um, the activity required, so I then drop it down to the activity required. So to um, I know how many hours we need to spend researching to get a property deal on. I know how many hours we need to spend um, on business media channels to get a deal on. I know how many viewings we need to book. I know how many viewings we need to attend because there's a big difference between viewings booked and viewings attended. Just like there's a big difference between completed sales uh, to actual, well, sales agreed, sorry, to actually completed sales. There is a drop-off and you have to factor that drop-off in because if you don't, you'll fall short of your numbers. How many viewings you've attended? How many offers you've made? I then know how many hours viewing time my team needs to achieve the amount of properties that we look, we're looking to purchase. I also know how many hours drive time they will need to achieve the number of properties that we wish to purchase. Because this is all the KPI data that we track all the time so that we can move the needle forward and we're not just, um, you know, chucking shit at a wall and hoping something sticks. So, you know, sort of mentality. This is, you know, planned, it's executed, it's, 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 you know, we've got the resources there, we know what we're doing, um, you know, and, and that goes the way all the way through. I know how much advertising spend we need to acquire managed service accommodation units, you know, I know how many posts we need to put on social media or business media, as I call it, every week to achieve a certain amount of managed SA units. So this is all broken down from stats. And if you're not collecting your data, it's really important that you just start do you start collecting KPIs. Core KPIs allow you to not only have a vision of your business right now, but it also allows you to plan better going forward because you're planning on nigh on accurate data. So I know with confidence how many rent to SAs I can take on next year, even though the rent element starts to get quite big and look you look at that number and you think jesus christ that's a lot of rent i'm paying each month but i know that on average because of the stats 
you know, and this factors in a, a COVID year as well um, that we make X per unit over the course of a 12-month period. So I don't panic if it starts losing money in the first few months because I know it makes X over a 12-month period, you know, and that allows me and gives me the confidence to also then say, let's execute, let's take that deal on, let's execute, let's take that deal on, rather than dilly-dallying, which is a a big factor in people not taking units on is confidence. Most of the time they've got the right unit. They just don't think it will work because they've got no data to rely on to tell them that it's the right decision. So everything that I do and everything we execute on is on numbers. There's no emotion involved in it. It's numbers. And we look back at the numbers and say, okay, yep, that will work. Or, okay, no, that won't work. Just because we've got the averages, we've got the seasonal trends, we've got you know all the average costs, we know roughly what you know, it, it, it's, it's now on, I wouldn't say it's, it's 100% accurate because it's not, you know, things can change. Obviously, you know, COVID chucked in the mix. No one, no one was, was planning that one, but still, you know, we still make money. So you've, you've got to look at how, how, how long, you've got to look at your numbers. You've got to be constantly focusing on your KPIs. What I then do is I break it down into the staff required. It's all well and good. Knowing your numbers, it's all well and good having your game plan. It's all well and good having your vision. But if you haven't got the manpower to achieve it, then you're never going to get there. And one thing I've realized is you can't do this alone. If you want to scale big and you want to scale quickly, you need help and you need support. And once you change your mentality that a good employee is not an expense, it's an investment, then you will, you will start to see you know, growth in your business. And once you start protecting your own time and allowing you to work on the business, putting things together like these game plans and then putting the execution map together for everybody else and then they go out and execute, that's how you will scale quicker. So I know how many hours a week we've got per team member in their zone of genius. I then know um, how many, for example, the deal sources. I know how many hours drive time they need to achieve our goals and how many hours viewing time they need to achieve the goals and how many hours research time they need to achieve the goals. I work out how many hours they work, divide the number, have I got enough staff, yes or no. And if I haven't got enough staff, I employ somebody else. They they add to the team, they come on board, we train them up, and then they you know, help and push towards the goal. And that's how you execute on a, on a good game plan. And that's how hopefully I will achieve my 2021 um, forecast and all being well, getting the right people in place and everything ticking under fairly normal conditions and, and running fairly smoothly, then, you know, we, we should achieve it. Now it's not going to just be all, you know, simple and easy and um, you know, just because I've put it on a, on a Google sheet and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's written there and all the numbers look great and the, and the plan's executed and I've got it all down to, you know, down to the bare bones of activity, we've still got to go and execute. We've still got to drive the KPIs every single week, you know, and, and it's really important that you've, you don't just put things on paper and you actually take the execution. But it all starts with a vision. It all starts with a vision. So my question to you right now as I sign off is what do you really want? What do you really want? What is your vision? Start there. 
Vision, goals, planning, resources, execution. Get it all listed out, plan your 2021, and I hope you have an absolutely awesome year. I'll be back next week. For now, take care.